0: Check it, no Ayo, what? What's the
1: Welcome to the, the Pickleball 411 I am Coach Vig along with
0: Coach Debbie
1: And today we are going to talk about <clears throat> If you are a slow mover How to anticipate shots And how to get to the net as fast as possible So we've broken down into three categories And uh, Coach Debbie is going to start with one of them right now.
0: Okay, so not everybody is equal in the speed department, but it's a very small court. And you can do things that are going to give you back maybe that half step or step that you've lost. Um, What we're going to talk about is um, anticipation of the shot, from the other players. Um, this is a huge category that we could do a full podcast on. Developing tennis players, I can. it takes a long time. Six months, eight months, maybe a couple of years, especially in tournament play. But I'm just going to give you a few of the highlights of things that you can do right now that will help you with anticipation. One is watch the angle of the paddle when the player is about to hit. That's going to give you a clue. If you can see the angles going towards your left hand, you're going to try to shift your weight that way. Um, If it's going towards the middle, it'll be more flat. Also, you're going to read their feet and hips and shoulders. If the shoulders are turned, you're going to get an idea of where they're going to go for you. So that's anticipation. First is watch what they're doing with the angle of the paddle. Second thing with anticipation is what type of shot did you hit to them or what type of shot did your partner hit and what is the most common shot that would be returned on that. If you go cross court, most people are either going to go line or back cross court. They're not going to go extreme cross court. So you know, you start thinking about what's the most likely shot that they would hit to you off of what shot has been presented that's two of the easiest ways to start getting a little bit faster on anticipation
1: yeah that's fair the other thing that um that i'm going to talk about right now is the return to serve that is huge if you have a short return to serve you're at the at the mercy of your of your opponent so you want to try to return deep and with a little bit of slice the more slice you have the better um, because if you have with you when you hit with a little bit of air, you can get in, into the net a little slower if you don't have the speed. But if you hit too short, they can dip it at your feet. Now, when you play better players, there's a lot of people that even in fives that they'll hit a shot and then they'll walk on, they'll walk to the net. and you have to be aware that a good player will notice that and will start chipping it to your feet or slicing it to your feet. So that's not a good tactic to have. But to avoid that, again, a low slice is a very solid play or a little high ball with more air so you can get into the non-volley zone faster.
0: Okay, that's that's a good um, base for where, what to do with your returns. Um, I think we've talked about this multiple times, returning in the middle. Also returning with more air. Yes. And with more air gives you more time. Um, lastly we're going to share this one and uh, it's going to be um, what do you do in the midcourt so in midcourt a lot of people just love to drive you know. and the problem that happens there is if you're not particularly fast you're not setting yourself up to get to the no volley zone and now you're going to get into what they're calling a firefight which means it's going to be a blast out and you're probably not going to win this because if you're in the Transition lane, transition zone. You're not at the no volley zone, so you're going to get things that are going to be hit hard at you. Could be hit hard down at your feet. So don't start the firefight. The idea here is in mid court. If you're not a fast mover, reset the ball.
1: Resetting the ball is one of the hardest things to do. Uh, you, what you are doing is when the balls hit hard at you you're putting the ball back into the kitchen to slow the point down and not get into this firefight as coach debbie was suggesting so that's the best thing to do to avoid big hitters and also the problem with that is some people aren't fast enough with the blocking so you're in the wind up of one shot you're just finishing uh trying to follow through on one shot and then the ball's coming at you fast and you don't have time to reset
0: right that's that's something i found myself this uh, weekend, or past weekend, um, I was getting stuck with hitting my, um, like a swinging volley at the no volley zone with my forehand and then getting stuck where I'm not in position yet for that back, you know, the back end. And that's one of those situations where if you make it, you make it. And if you don't, they're going to make you pay because you're not set for that back end. And that's a great illustration of what you were talking about. This is that, um, You know beat beat one or two or even three shots ahead of what's going to happen here if i do this what's the most likely thing i'm going to get back and is that favorable to my cause or is it going to expose my weaknesses so um no you know this is something we've talked about with the third shot drop Getting to the kitchen, being able to do a dink, and this again is where those soft hands come into play, of hitting out of the no uh, or the transition zone, of hitting the reset. The way we're going to do this: soften your hands, soften your hands, meaning don't hold the paddle so tight, and get a little less aggressive. And you don't want to hit it. You don't want to hold your paddle quite as um, even. Do you know what I mean? north and start, you know even you want to let your paddle drop a little bit maybe your wrist a little bit so that you can get a little bit more of a up and into the kitchen
1: yeah and then the one thing to prep yourself is when you see somebody with a big backswing you're anticipating the shot so you're ready to reset the point and it's obvious that they're going to do it not a lot of people can disguise a shot so they'll either have a big take back or they turn their bodies. So that's the best thing to do as well and uh we talked about this many times when people love blasting now yes there are times where it's time to put the ball away. But when you keep on hitting forehand uh driving at each other back and forth you can uh beat people such as that by just hitting the ball low on them and then they'll make they'll uh, pop the ball up to you and then you get the overhead.
0: I was going to add kind of like a bonus thing it's not one two or three the last thing is to sometimes more movement is not equal to good movement so if you find yourself that you're sliding a lot like you know like a side slide step back and forth on your sideline it may not be beneficial to you as much as you think we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago about the anchor foot and then taking the lunge. Try to try to maybe look into that or try it in your practice matches because it will make you more efficient in your coverage without having to do so much sliding. And, you may, and if you're not quite as fast as everyone else, that sliding may get you in trouble because they're going to go right at your feet because you're not set. And the other thing too is the split step will help. If you split step, as the ball is coming over, it will get you balanced, and that too will help you with your footwork.
1: And as well, if um, you're a little on the slow side, it is crucial for you to have uh, paddle uh, control and be good off of both wings, so you don't have to protect one side of the ball or paddle as much, and uh, you can save uh, steps for sure.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. The higher your skill level is with a paddle, and your better your anticipation is, and some of these other tips, you will be able to weather the fat, the fast younger player um, because of your skill set, and that's good. And like if you get into the bam situation, just remember resets are our friends. We want to slow the game down on them and force them to generate their own power at all times.
1: Yes, and uh, that is a high level skill that one all people should master it is so uh, is there anything else you wanted to add
0: I think we've thrown a lot out there to think about I hope that you you know even if you are average a mover you could pick up some you know some foot speeds per se of being in the right place at the right time sooner than what you are now and that's going to make your game a lot easier the better set you are the better your shots will come off
1: yes yes okay with that we conclude this episode i am coach fig along with
0: coach debbie
1: thank you and we'll be back next
0: week have a great week